We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Tell me, Ella, what's coming up in this episode? New week, new shit's gone down, a lot of updates, and we just can't wait to tell you what's been going on because, look, babe, there's been a lot that has actually been going on. All that and more in this episode of Sit With Us. But first, a quick message from our sponsors who help keep this show free. I think Millie's kind of looking at me being like, why do you have, like, why, what are you holding and why are you... What is that, Mum? And don't you just love how the dog wakes up just as we're about to record, but we're ignoring her actually because yeah, go back to the, new th- no, the new thing is just ignore her and um, she'll eventually get over it with whatever She's it is. She's giving me the eye. She's yeah, don't, me the eye don't look at her. Okay. Get fucked. Can you believe it? We are in the house that I manifested. Yep. We're in the house. We are in our own studio. In the home studio. That we said that we wanted to do from the start. We had a plan originally. We wanted to move in together and we wanted to do all of that. But obviously things just for both of us, I needed to stay in Melbourne. Yes. And when we decided we weren't going to move in together, guys, we both decided to make the move. So we are in Dom's house that she has manifested. I am in the house that I manifested. Fully believe in manifestation now. Like I truly it's a real thing. It's babe. a real thing. I'm now using it in every aspect of my life because mm-hmm. I really, truly believe that putting in that positive energy into a good thing will lead to that good thing happening. And Always. it's freaking amazing. It takes time. And if it's meant to be, it will be. And what's meant for you will not pass you. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. What is meant for you will not, not pass, pass you. you. And I, I feel like the past year, mm. that has been the ultimate. Like, I feel like that, that's our motto. It's Rick, like the truly. motto of 2022. Two. We in two, yeah. 2022. <laughs> 2022. Fuck. I, yeah. I kind of freak out what year we're in because when I think of maths, maths, we filmed maths in 2021. I know. But it aired in 2022. Yes. So I don't know where I am, what time zone, what year. Do I didn't what- even realize that tomorrow is Wednesday. Like I didn't even realise, not obviously when, when when you guys listen to this, it'll be Wednesday, but it'll for be, us. You guys can listen to this at any day of the week. Well, but yes. The, the thing for me is I really don't know what day of the week it is until probably it's the weekend and then my mates are like, oh, what are we doing tonight? And I'm like, oh, 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 it's Friday night or it's Saturday night. Every day is just one. And also, babe, we forgot to say, guys, welcome back to another fucking episode <laughs> of Sit With Us. <laughs> with Like, welcome back. Oh, welcome back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, wow. Mine's more deeper than That's, that. I know, mine's like, ah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. New week, new shit's gone down, a lot of updates, and we just can't wait to tell you what's been going on because, look, babe, there's been a lot that has actually been going on in the past seven there days. There actually is, but I feel like we need to start way back to last week. Oh, yes. When we... You know, recorded the podcast. We recorded a bonus episode. We were like, yeah, let's update the guys on some real raw shit that's been going on. We were at mine on the couch, recorded for about an hour. It was literally over an hour, babe. We recorded a monster. And it was, it was great. It was really real, you know, like we really got deep and we were so happy and exhausted after it. But when we 
went to go on Road Connect, which we love you, Road Connect, but we went to go oh, explore PTSD. the file. It said zero minutes. And I, I still – And I'm like to Dom – I saw. I, I Babe, can see the face now. I'm closing my eyes. I can see. I can see Ella's face being like, "It says zero. and I just zero. go, "It, it, it what? I'm like, "Pepper zero. What is that? That's that's never happened before." And then, and then our very reliable, intelligent mastermind, Darcy, our podcast. King, champion, savior, who does it all for us. Of, our, of the gang. He is the king of the gang gang. And he, if Darcy if, can't if fix it. If he can't get it back. We're really fucked. He, and yeah, turns out. We're fucked. Yeah. We were fucked. So we're really sorry oh, that we I did say. So, I honestly felt so bad because it was, number one, a really great episode and it really – I got a lot off my chest that I yeah. wanted to fill you guys in on. And look, we're, we're going to do it anyway. We are going to do it again. It's not going to be the same, but it was as just, life happens. It was, it was shit because we just didn't have the time to actually record again another bonus. So we are really sorry that we we dropped that in the end of the last one. We're like, guys, we're getting better this episode. But we actually didn't for the week. Guys, so. we, we literally <laughs> were thinking, do we record on the on plane? Because we were flying to Queensland. from Melbourne to the Gold Coast. That's right. And then I was thinking. But we were cooked. We were so tired. Well, not only were we cooked and like devo that we yeah. like lost all this footage, but also then I thought to myself, if we record a podcast on the plane, look how loud we are, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. like, especially mm. if we're talking shit, people are just going to be like, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. it would just it be a been, bit much. You know what I mean? It would have been a bit much. Yeah, like, we right. weren't on a PJ, we were just on a Virgin VA fucking 847 or Actually, whatever it was. You know so, what I saw on the Kardashians? They're calling it a PP. Carly calls it a private plane. A PP. Oh, I don't like that. I thought it was quite cute. She's like, do you want to go on the PP? Do you want to catch the PP? PJ is like a but bit more a like a PP class. is like a dick. Well, yeah. Oh, like we. Like, do you want to go PP? Like we, we. Like chill, like kids, they say that, don't they? Like PP, do you need a PP? But when Kylie said you to go on the PP, I was like, what the fuck's a PP? Oh, my God. She probably just like, how many private planes does she even have? Yeah. Probably like three I don't know. at this She's point. She's got a few PPs apparently. I've actually given up on the Kardashians. Really? Yep. Haven't, haven't watched it. Okay. Um, I've kind of have this love-hate relationship with them mm. at the moment because I just feel like they are just at this stage now where they are just accumulating wealth mm. for God knows what reason. Literally. I don't know why they're making brands just to make money. Like I don't know why Kim, like the fact that she came out with a skincare range and then came out with a tissue holder. Like sorry. She's a tissue holder? Yeah. It was on her Instagram or some shit. Like I saw her. I've been seeing memes about it. I I just don't understand the wealth accumulation that these people feel that they constantly need to keep making money. But. It's like you've reached a billion dollars. That that's great, but it's not like they've reached a billion dollars and are saying any money I make from now on is just going to charity. Like, yeah. and I and I one hundred percent would assume and hope that oh, they, yeah, they they donate a lot. To I'm charity. sure that they would, which I'm sure they do. Yeah, and they don't have to talk about that all the time. Like I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it just gets to a point where with the Kardashians, the their whole point was mm. that they started out being realistic. Mm. And being so relatable. Now. Yeah. Because they were just a family. They'd have more fight. Like they'd yeah. fight. They'd have bicker, bickering. They were and, like single and dating yes. and relationships and going through divorce. Like all and that. And now it's like, yeah, okay, they're still having like a real life where they're, you know, some of them have, having divorces, mm. they're having kids, they're mm. having this, that, weddings, whatever. But 
the reality of their reality is so fucking not attainable at mm, all. It's not realistic. And to be honest, I just feel like the show, it's just them going to events. It's literally, it's just like going to like the Met Gala, like the most recent episodes that I watched, it was literally them just like getting ready for the Met Gala. Things that regular everyday people are never going to be able to experience. And I get it. Like we want to be voyeuristic and we want to see it. We want to see all the behind the scenes. Mm. And I get that. I love that too. But it gets to a point when they're making this whole TV show mm. about like what exactly? I don't yeah, know how I rich you are. Like, like done now. I, I mean, that, I think it is done now, and it's they really kind of done. Just, it's just still rolling. Just and use your social media. Like yeah. we've seen all that anyway. You've posted mm. all the behind the scenes. It's like six the, months of the late. Met. It's six months yeah, late. Six and months. I, what are what are we actually seeing? Like yeah, we're not seeing bit, anything. We're yeah. seeing you like kind of toss a salad and talk about how especially Kendall, like, oh, I don't want to do, be doing that. I don't want to be going to this event. It's like, well, don't go. Yeah, don't and fucking- she's been really, like, opening up more about how she wants to, like, pursue her business side of her and, like, she's probably not going to make go, a show about that. She wants to just, like, I don't think Don't be the she, face of it. I think she wants to back off a bit. And Kylie's never on the show anyway. It's, like, it's really, like, Kim's show. It's I feel like, like it's really just Kim's show. It's so weird. Because it really man, is a lot about her. Point. And her events and what she's doing. It's kind of like her own show. I couldn't imagine having a show that's following your every move. Like, yeah, we've done reality TV, but that was specifically just about relationships. I Mm. just think to myself, even doing my Instagram stories and Mm. updating Mm. that in itself is just, it's so exhausting Mm. sharing Everything and mm. and they don't share everything, which mm. is totally. Oh yeah, I mean, like hid babies. Like we haven't even seen Chloe's baby. Yeah, haven't seen Chloe's baby. Don't know the name the of second, Kylie's baby. Yeah. Like all of that stuff. Like they can hide stuff, of course. They've, yeah, they're you know they have money. They're powerful. They can do all of that. But it would just be so exhausting having mm. to. And I understand why Kendall is mm. the way that she is because she must just be at a point now where just get away from me. Mm. Like I know when I'm really busy and there's like a million people trying to get to me on my telephone Mm. and I just want to literally put it in the other room, put it on, do not disturb and switch off from the world. Yeah. And can you imagine being on that level? And even the trolling, like Chloe was in one of the other episodes the other day. She was, she was in the car with Kim and like there was like trolling or something going on and Chloe's like, when will it stop? And Kim goes, it'll never stop. And Chloe goes, it'll go when we go, as in when they die. Well, That's when it will stop. Or if they just stop living their lives in certain ways that they do. I mean, yes, they're always going to be somewhat relevant. But I now, get that, that. now that they've just got like that image, someone will always have something negative to say no matter what, whether no matter they what. have no show. But like she was so right in saying that because yeah. of the level of fame that they have, yeah. they will literally get hate until the day that they die. They will until they are actually gone. It's not healthy at it's all. It's scary though. though, like as they age, like imagine how bad it's going to become for them. Even worse, even harder to deal with, even harder to cope with as they get older. Like Chris Jenner's, like she doesn't get hate. I mean, not that I know of. I don't really read this yeah, stuff. But I don't know. Chris Jenner's like almost seventy, and her I boyfriend's know. forty-two. She's like she's getting old. She got a hip replacement on the show. I'm like, yeah, like she's it. getting old. Like, I keep. She's almost seventy. Yeah, I mean, my grandmother died at seventy-three. Wow, she was pretty young. I would say that's that's like pretty quite young. young. Yeah, yeah. My mum's mum, she passed away when she was like 73, I think. Was she unwell or? Yeah, she had like breast cancers, brain tumours. Oh. Yeah, she was, it was a pretty sad, like slow, unwell 
few years. Yeah. Pretty sad. Um, but I think I was I was pretty young. I didn't I wasn't really like that close with my mum's mum. Yeah. But that's a family that's close, I tell you what. And that's also another thing, like when I watch the Kardashians, I know we're kind of like really chatting about the Kardashians right now. But when I watch it, I always imagine like and I understand why their friends are really only their family. Because mm. imagine being them. And how hard it would be to trust someone to let Letting them in. Leave. And like sometimes I sit there in ways I can relate because obviously, you know, I have all these people who follow me and yeah. people who come to me as well, men, like trusting them and knowing who's actually genuine. Being thrust into this life that we have now it's, is yeah. really it's hard to navigate because mm. you don't know who's coming into your life for the right reasons. Yeah. You don't know. And also we are always around people now. As much as like I – and we had this conversation the other day about mm. I do feel like I'm alone a lot more but mm. I still feel like I'm always constantly either yeah. on my phone talking to someone, mm. on my phone. I'm always constantly being contacted by mm. someone. But, you know, it's just so hard to find out and – figure out who you want and need in your life mm. when all of this craziness is happening. Yeah, it's a lot. Like we were having this chat the other day, what we were saying like we do so much every day and, you know, you guys don't oh. see what, what all the things that we do. Like if we really documented it, you'd be like, what the hell? Like we are busy people. We, we see should our actually friends. do it one day and document literally everything we do from the morning we wake up. Mm. It would be kind of interesting and like exhausting. It's a lot. It's there's a lot, and then by the end of the day, I mean, I just want to be by myself. Oh my I just want to sit on the couch, be off my phone, and like really unwind. And it's it's hard to do that. Like the past five nights, mm. which this happen, hasn't happened to me in a really long time, but the past five nights, I've been waking up like every hour on the hour, thinking I'm late. And I have not had a full night's rest in about five nights You're so now. highly strung, babe. And I, I can relate, honestly. Yeah. Obviously, you know, I've just moved mm. this weekend and for the first time in a really long time I had a huge panic attack. Mm. And it was so scary mm. because I felt like, oh, my God, I'm losing I'm losing control. control. I'm losing hold of like the that kind of, I guess, I had like that baseline level of keeping shit together mm. for a really long time and mm. I felt like I was doing a really good job. And then yeah. being busy with work stuff and then the the move and then just life in general, it's you know, like, relationships or like whatever. This cloud of pressure. Yes. And it gets to a point where it's like the pressure cooker is cooked and then you get to this point and like, yeah. I mean, what Dom experienced the other day has happened to you before, babe. And yes. it only happened to me for the first time after maths and all of that. And so, like, I know when Dom says that she was at this point, I'm like, I I, I know the feeling now. And it's it's not a fucking good feeling. It's like, the it's scary. scary. It's so scary. And my way of explaining it to people that don't understand anxiety and have never, you know, had a panic attack mm. is that literally my body – just shuts down. Like I, I can't, I can't carry myself. I can't move. Like I don't. I, I get to a point where. Do you lose your vision and hearing? Like, because that's what happens to me. I get very hot, sweaty. Yeah, sweaty. I feel really sick. Mm. Um, I feel. I know that I'm not breathing. Like I'm not taking full deep breaths, which Shallow is why breaths. I need to fully mm. focus on my breathing. Um, and you guys know that like I use my Vicks as like my mm. smell to try and help and. 
I, I have a Vicks everywhere. I've got one in my car. I've got one mm. always in my handbag. And I was driving at the time and I just thought mm. to myself, I don't, you need to, like I pulled over mm. and it was really scary. I was mm. like, oh, my God, what is happening? And then I got really upset, like, I upset myself because I thought, what is happening, Domenica? Don't let this happen to you. Mm. And then I thought to myself, I'm not letting it happen. It's literally it's happening. it's happening and there's no way that I can stop it from happening. You just have to feel it. I have to ride the wave yeah. and wait till that feeling comes down. Mm. And for me, the feeling didn't come down, so I came home and I took a Valium and mm. I'll be completely honest, I was like, I needed it. Mm. And I think there is still a stigma of people that have to medicate in order to control emotions or mm. to help themselves, mm. there shouldn't be a stigma behind helping yourself. No. Like I'm so open about taking my medication. I'm yeah. so open about the struggles that I've had with my mental health. Mm. And I have no shame in saying that, yeah, I've got a script of Valium and when I need it, I take it. And I'm supportive of that because if it's yep. going to make you – Calm down yep. and just have your moment to chill out for the rest of the day and help you sleep. Like, definitely. Yep. You've got to do what you've got to do. And I think when it – And we're not saying, guys, fucking go pop a Val just cause. Like, we're not saying go, like, not well, at all. So the Valium is prescribed to yes, me by you can't my just go get it. general practitioner. Yeah. I don't just <laughs> – like I don't somehow just go whop up a bottle of Valium. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is prescription medication, guys. So this is please not- don't take this the wrong way. We're not telling you to fucking go take a Val if you have a headache or yeah, anything shit. like that. Like, and a Val's not going to help your headache dull. No, Nurofen. Yeah, well, that's what I take for my yeah. headaches. But you know, like when I'm telling you guys this, it's not me saying this yeah, is what I think you should do. I just want because you know we've we've spoken about this before, and people have said you know yeah I've, I've spoken about doctors, my medical. Yes, we know we, we're just. Telling you our this experience. This is my I'm life. Just clarifying exactly. And if if m- me talking about my mental health and my struggles and my experience with medication mm. is going to help someone and give someone the courage to maybe go and see their GP mm. and have that conversation. Mm. Because I know a lot of people would be scared to go to their GP and go, "Look, I'm actually really struggling at this mm. moment. I think I need something that." that can just take the edge off. Mm. And, you know, they might start you on some St. John's wort, which, yeah, you can go and buy at Priceline or whatever, and it's just it's like a – St. John's you know, wort? It's, I think it's like a Chinese medicine that's been used. Oh. It's a herb, right? Okay. So it's, it's a like herb. a natural remedy. It's a natural remedy. Um, zinc is also really good for anxiety. What um, about that rem- remedy rescue you – Exactly. You, it's like there's like pastille little things. There's like these little drops. Yeah. It's all herbs. So you can start really at basic mm. levels. I'm not saying go to your GP because you've like you felt a little bit anxious one day and you need a Valium. This is – And they don't prescribe it loosely. No way. No. Valium is a – you know, it's a highly addictive and yeah. I, I don't just pop one if I'm having a shitty day. Mm. I They are used specifically and I haven't had one in a long time. Mm. They are used when I really need it mm. because – I could respect that medication mm. and what it can do for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like that very often. So mm. it scared me. And I just thought to myself, Domenica, you've got to help yourself mm. in this situation, in this scenario. It's mm. so important. Yeah. And I did. And I fucking needed it. And mm. it was the best thing I did for myself because I could actually relax. Mm. And there was so much on top of me. I had like, Content due. I'm mm. literally just moved into my new house. I have boxes everywhere. I've got, you know, Millie is my mm. responsibility, the mm. dog. Like I have to the responsibility of feeding myself mm. and making sure that I'm okay. Because mm. I think we live in this world where we're focused on everything else, but we actually forget about us, like Fully. the human being that is carrying 
this, yeah. this life. You just become like someone existing. And I don't want to just exist. I want to yeah, fucking live and I want to live to my best ability. Mm, which means and taking care of yourself. Exactly. And if yeah. taking care of myself means that every now and then I might need help from medication, mm. fucking oath, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, yeah, like. So, no, I, I'm, I'm totally supportive of that, obviously, being directed by, you know, your GPs and 100%. getting the right advice and all that sort of stuff. More see with us coming up right after this. Remember when I told you, and I think I said it on the podcast, that I was going to be seeing a therapist or yes. like a psychologist. Yeah. Um, so I do want to share with you guys. I mean, it was it was a it was a interesting session. Yeah. Um, Your first would always be. It's yeah. It would just open this whole new part of you that yeah. didn't know you could be that open. Yeah. And I think, and he was a great guy. He was young. He was so like calm and his energy was just like so nice. And, you know, you're in the room and like the couch is there and it's like, oh, wow, this is, this is real. Which I must say is a really great outcome, babe, because sometimes it takes people many goes to find a psychologist. I know me included Mm. to find someone that you vibe with and that gets you and that, you know, you feel their energy Mm. and it's, you're open to opening up to them because mm. it's a hard thing. It's like yeah. you're you're spilling your life open to this stranger. Yeah. So that's amazing that you found someone that's I mean, so. I, I'm because I'm so open with everybody, yeah. right? Like he was like, "Hey, where do we start? Like, tell me about yourself." And when I told him about literally like from being two weeks old to my dad dying yeah. to what I've been through to now being 28 years of age, he was like, "So." why haven't you done this sooner? And I was like, oh, well, I've considered it. But I guess like, like I'm okay. Like I've only just started having anxiety since being yeah. on the show and like I've had I think four or five episodes as people would call them and I've kind of like self-diagnosed that it's anxiety and, you know, all that. So I thought it might be wise if I chat to someone about it. Yeah. And I was explaining to him like how the every time it's only happened to me is when I've had not even a full glass of alcohol. And I said to him, like, my theory is that when I drink because it's a depressant, it weakens my state of mind. Therefore, I something happens and I go into this like weird headspace that I'm not aware of. And the alcohol was like a trigger. Yeah. And he was like, not sold on my theory. Really? (laughs) And I was like, well, it's only ever happened to me when I've had about like half a drink, one drink. Not even a full drink. Even when I've been in my best friend's house in a comfortable environment. It's interesting because I'll tell you this. When I was in my unhappy marriage, Mm. I actually didn't drink. Mm. And you would think that someone that's unhappy would drink to cope with their feelings. But when I would drink back then, Mm. same thing would happen. It would trigger my anxiety. Mm. I'd feel a hundred times worse. So it's interesting to me that he's saying that. What what was his theory then? He was, well, we didn't really quite get to my anxiety. We ended up talking about my life. Well, yeah, because he's got to get to know you first and all that stuff. And like we really unpacked a lot. Um, I mean, there's so much that you guys don't know about me Mm. Um, and like the experiences and things that I've seen that have been quite scary, toxic, things that people would never see in their whole entire life, like with my past relationships who were drug addicts um, and friends who have been in those situations. Like there's just so much that you guys aren't aware of that I have been through. And I am, guys, I'm like a happy person. And he's like, you know, 
I was explaining how I haven't been in love in 11 years and how I've been on two reality shows <laughs> to find love. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And at least you can laugh about it still, babe. Yeah, I can. Right, you know, you know yeah. what? And I said that to him. I'm like, yeah, it looked it's been pretty gnarly. Like I went on two shows to find love. I have been single for 11 years. I haven't actually said I love you to a man and meant it since I was wow. 18. And he was like, well, you know, are you lonely? And I was like, well, I actually go to bed every single night pretty goddamn happy because I'm more grateful for the good in my life than having no man in my bed. I was like, you know, but um, you are always like a glass half full ga- gal. I don't even know what that fucking means. People say that. Ellie, you're always you're a glass always, half full. I'm no, like, you're, always, you're like, always looking at the positives of everything. Well, like, yeah, yeah you're, you might be going to bed alone. You don't have a man, but but you're healthy. You're happy. You're, you know, you're Do you know what I, like, I, I said yeah. to him, I said, I'm like, you know what I'm really going to bed happy about is this brand new quilt cover. No, it's not quilt cover, sorry. Quilt. I bought a new quilt. When I moved out, I got a new freaking quilt. And it's one I have wanted since I was 17 when I got my best mate's bed, Cardia. She had this quilt. And it was a duck down it's whatever. A double, it's, it's a between like a duck and a whatever the other ones are, goose. And every night when I go to bed now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just so like in awe of my quilt. And it puts me straight to sleep. And I, I, was, love that. I, was, I was like telling you, I'm like, I'm just so happy with my quilt cover. And it's like my quilt. And I've got like my electric blanket. And he's sitting there going, and he's like, uh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> she doesn't need much. Yeah. He was like, so, like, who have you been like? How do you, how have you been getting through everything that's been going on in your life? And I'm like, my journal is, that's like my, that's yeah. my space. And I'm like, I'm my own therapist. Like, I talk to myself and like, <laughs> You know, he's like, like writing all yeah. this down. He's like, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm happy. But no, like I, I've journaled for as long as I can remember. Like that's my form of therapy. Mm. And, you know, a lot of my friends and my family, I don't tell them things that go on in my life. I just kind of deal with it on my own. I feel like everybody has things that go on in their life and I don't feel the need to really unload on my friends. But it kind of felt nice to unload a lot onto this guy because I'm like, okay, he has constructed questions. Mm. He knows what to ask and he's listening for like maybe alarming things or like he's listening differently to as my friends or family would. Exactly. And he's a completely like he's not your friend. He's not yeah. your family. It's, he's got n- no judgment. Yeah. He's not there to judge. He's just there to listen and yeah. to give you constructive not criticism. I don't like that word criticism. No, he's like, there to give it's you more like advice. The question. Well, I mean, this session was all about his questions. Yeah, because they prompt you yeah. to kind of really think and look deeper. And like I was basically telling him, like, you know, I figured out my patterns. I attract men most of the time who have had drug addiction or are in recovery. I attract men that need fixing. I attract this and that and this. I said, I'm well aware of that. I noticed the pattern. And he's like, Well, most people come here and they don't even know the pattern. And I'm like, I'm well aware of what I need to change. And it's fuck boys. And he's like, mmm. I'm like, mmm. Did he know what a fuck boy was? Yeah. I was like, I'll say something. It's interesting. And I ask this because I think people think they know what a fuck boy is, but they just automatically assume, oh, it's just someone that fucks a lot of chicks. Yeah. But it's way more than that. And what do I say to him? I'm like, I'm like, you know, I think that I need to just go for men that are like 35 and older. I'm like, you know, 
you obviously speak to men that are 35 and older and how are they? Like, are they figured out and do they know what they're going on? He's like, he started laughing. And I was like, <laughs> I know you can't tell me much, but like overall, like the men that are coming here and if they're 35 and older, like, are they emotionally aware? Like then a 25 year old, like, do you think that makes sense that I should go for men that are over the th- age of 35? And I he's think- like, yeah, maybe, maybe like 30. Years. And I was like, it was fucking hilarious. Like I had actually a laugh with this guy. He was great. I was so telling him all my theories that I've come up with like in my dating life. Well, he can definitely see, I mean, anyone with two eyes can see and hear and feel that you are emotionally aware and emotionally mature in yourself, right? So that's a huge step as it is because you know what the fuck is going on, right? But it's just having someone digest all of that and look at it from a different perspective. Mm. I think that is the reason we go and see psychologists and psychiatrists and all of that because they can understand Mm. you from a different way. And that's what we need because, you can, you know, we talk to each other, babe, but the way I can give you advice is only from a friend mm. perspective. I can't fucking advise you, Mm. you know, what. It's just different. Yeah. You know, obviously I want the best for you Mm. and maybe that might, my opinion or my advice might not be what really is actually the best because at the end of the day, I just want you to be happy. And if being with a guy that maybe I think is, is a fuck boy, but at the end of the day, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? I think what it comes down to is in my journeys thus far, whenever I've reached out to friends or family and asked for advice, I've never agreed. So I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I disagree and I'm going to figure it out on my own. Yeah. Like, all the time. I've always, yeah, like I used to definitely ask for advice. Would you say you're a lone wolf in that sense? Like yes. you like to, you know, you're you're a, you're a leader of your own pack. Yes. And I you, make decisions yeah. without anybody's opinion, whether it's a job, whether it's going on maths, whether it's getting a tattoo, whether it's meeting some meeting yeah. up with someone. Like I don't need to know your opinion before I do it because I decided to do this without yeah. your opinion. And, and that's then I'll why tell I you. love that about you though. And then I've, I'll be like, yeah, hey, I did this. Here's my new tat. Yeah. This is what, like, I don't want to cloud yeah. my own thoughts by your opinion, whether it is negative, supportive or not. Mm. Like, that's just the way that I've been with everything. Yeah. Like, and I think it comes at a really poignant time for us in this conversation as well to bring it up because last week uh, we flew to the Gold Coast and Ella said to me, oh, so I'm meeting up with Mitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a really interesting turn in this conversation yeah. because Ella didn't mm. say to me, Hey, babe, do you think I should meet up with mm. Mitch? It's been a year. Ella said, <laughs> babe, I'm meeting up with Mitch. We're, ca- we're going to catch up. Yeah. And I loved that because yeah. I knew as a friend mm. that it was the right time for you. It mm. had been a year. So much had fucking happened. Mm. And it was your time to be like, you know what? Now's the time that mm. we can see each other and shit's been kind of settled. Yeah, the dust had settled. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we were in, Dom and I went to the Gold Coast. We did the Happy Hour podcast. Yes. Which was a ball of fun. It was so um, much fun. Great fun. And Mitch and I, like, you know, we've checked in a few times over the past, I don't know, a couple of months or whatever. And you guys know, I've said this before, like all of my exes, loves, even my ex-boyfriend of 11 years ago, we still check in Mm. at Christmas. We still say, hope you're well, hope you're happy and that you're okay. And my second relationship as well, still, even the older guy that I was with just before maths, 
yeah, he's got a girlfriend now, so we don't. I think when someone gets the relationship, then you stop checking in. Exactly. But even the other, per- even the other guy, like that I dated two years ago, we still talk often. Like it's, I don't know. For me, because they never end. Like I hate you. It's it's more like yeah, if you want to check in, like that's okay. And obviously, yeah, Mitch and I went through a fucking crazy time. And yeah, I went on platforms, and you know, I talked. I, I really tried to bring him down. I was upset. It was coming from a place of hurt. You were hurt, babe. And yeah. we do things as humans. We do shitty things when we're hurt, mm. and it's it's part of our human nature. At the mm. end of the day, it is, and it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. And people don't talk about it enough. It's it's literally our coping mechanism to help us survive. And I don't think, as well, in my life, I've actually ever experienced this kind of like sadness because it was so public yeah and like that was obviously a whole new wave of emotions like hadn't felt you know the way I did about Mitchell hadn't experienced living with a man before a guy before um Mm. like that and done all those things with anyone so it was like a double-edged sword for you because yeah. you, you were you were literally in a relationship where you had deep feelings for this yeah. guy, but then it was so public. Yeah. And then the fallout of everything was so public. Yeah. And in turn, and we've spoken about this in private together, is mm. that because we went on a reality TV show that was about relationships, our relationships now mm. are public property. It feels it's pretty everyone wild, has it? an opinion and yeah. and and we understand it though. Yeah, we get it because it's we like, you know, it. you signed up for it. But yeah. it's like, it's just crazy. And we literally just said this before, like, you know, there's what, Tom and Jane fuck out on the street. If yep. they're seeing their exes or catching up with their old husband who had an affair, or, who's going to, is someone writing about it? No. No. But now because we obviously have this, I don't know, public figure as they call it, there, yep. there has to be some write-up or there has to be someone saying something about it. But anyway, the point of this whole thing is, yes, Mitch and I caught up in Queensland. It had been nearly a year. Like we FaceTime and stuff a couple of times, just checking in. Yeah, so I think we, we need to make that clear as yeah. well because people will just hear that you caught up with Mitch randomly and it's like, out of nowhere. Uh, sorry? <laughs> yeah. You know, once again, People don't know everything. Well, they don't. There's always more to everything, guys. Yes. And, you know, as much as we are very open we on are. this platform, yeah. there are some things, obviously, that we don't talk about. And I think people that listen to us and are, like, diehard, yeah. sit with us. Loyal lovers, and we love lo- you so much. Yeah, we oh love you God. guys. Actually, love I you so much. really and, and I see you guys in the f- Facebook group that oh come to the defence and just- say, come on, like, they've got to, there's, you know, and it's not everything they're going to have to – I'm not going to tell you guys when I chuck to shit. Yeah. Let's be honest, okay? Well, like, sometimes I will tell you. Sometimes but- <laughs> I will because it's – we need it's to have a, a party issue. about it. But, <laughs> like, we're not going to say every little thing but that also, happens. I think in this case I didn't want to what, – what's the point of saying, hey, yeah, Mitch and I FaceTime, guys? Like, what's the point? Because then another platform – We'll come up with a story. Exactly. A theory, a story, a rumour. But it's like, it's as simple as this, guys. Mitch and I shared an amazing time. Yeah. Yep. She got pretty fucked up for a while. Time's passed. It's only been a year. The feelings and everything, the dust has settled, all that stuff has gone down. And we wanted to catch up and we got to reminisce. And it was so nice. Like we hung out. We weren't hiding. We were like, why would... We have nothing to hide. You literally got photos with people that stopped yeah, you on the street, like with like, fans, like yeah, followers. Fans people like, come, 
Hey, yeah. actually, it was actually quite funny. This older couple who obviously don't maybe have socials, they thought that we were always together. Aww, <laughs> they were like, oh, my God, cute. we're so happy, like, things worked out for you. And we were like, oh, we're actually not together. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, so people on the street who potentially would have seen you yeah. smiling, oh, like, oh, oh yeah. my God, you two were smiling together, they're back together. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So can we not be friends with exes? Is that, like, not allowed? But anyway, I understand why people are, I mean, maybe think that I am stupid for happened. doing it. Yeah, and obviously I went haywire. I did talk shit about Mitch. I Obviously I did that. It was everywhere. Like I was, you know, so upset. There was all these articles and that yeah. was when we were new to this the Daily Mail and all the stuff. And it was really scary back then. But, you know, it was nice to see him. It was great. We caught up. We reminisced. Yep. We both vented. And that's a part of healing, guys. For me, that is a part of moving on. I guess in a way it could have been a form of closure for both of us. I don't know. Like doesn't mean that we're – Best friends, it doesn't mean that we are in love. Well, it doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't anything. mean anything. That's the thing. It's just two <laughs> friends catching up who shared an amazing experience together, yeah. who went through a tough time, and we just want to catch up. Two people that literally lived such an amazing mm. experience that and time has passed. Yeah. And we all know time isn't is the best healer of yeah. everything. And I don't think it has to mean anything. Like yeah. you doesn't necessarily mean that you're friends. It just means that you just wanted to it was time. It was time. Yeah, it was time. It was time. And that just actually made got me thinking about the Kardashians and like how hectic it would have been for Chloe oh my when God. Tristan cheated. Bro. And like it came out when she was fucking giving birth to this new child. And then she got back with him for the second child or whatever, like or whatever. Like, how crazy? Anyway, like obviously the situation is so minuscule compared to that. But like, yeah. But imagine being in that situation and all these people are calling you a dog, calling you dumb, calling you an idiot, saying all these like really hurtful things. Imagine being Chloe in that situation. Mm. Like because people probably might say now when they f- know that you caught up with Mitch, oh, oh why the fuck would you do that? Of course that? they're going to say that. Like, why? I mean, I you know, expect Go that. back to this toxic man. Guys, oh, you know weird. what? It comes down to at the end of the day, and for those listeners who, I don't know, might be in the same situation and maybe part, like, I know that there's so many of us out there, when you get cheated on, you go back because you're in love and, you're, you know, uh, there's so many of those stories that happen. You, you stay with your husband because you think that you got married and you think that it's going to get better. Hello, me. Yeah. Like, and then, we all do dumb shit. We all, but it's, you know what it fucking comes down to? And this is the way that Dom and I, uh, we've spoken about it. This is, again, the way that I do things. It doesn't have to be the way that you do exactly. things. And also, you do not have to agree with me. That is okay. But I also don't need to hear your opinion. If it's negative, mm. like I say, if it's negative, you're only wasting your own time and your own energy. Yeah. And I think really as well, people, and I, I get this a lot, like people saying in the media, saying mm. about me that I like to control the narrative and I don't like people saying negative things about me and and all of this kind of stuff. And it's not about, and I can see that people might say, some people might say this about you in this situation, mm. saying, oh, I don't want the negativity. Mm. It's it's not about that. It's mm. like people can have an opinion, right? Yes. But when they don't know the full story, they're yeah. not in your shoes, they're not mm. in my shoes, they don't really know everything that's happening. They don't know the context. They don't mm. know 
the nitty gritty ins and outs. And at the end of the day, that is literally like Joe and fucking Jane, whatever, on the outside world that are just living their lives. Mm. Their own friends and family don't know what's happening behind closed doors Mm. and neither does everyone on social media. So that is why... At the end of the day, you're all going to comment. People are going to all have their fucking things that they want to say, which is fine because we put ourselves on there on this platform that everyone can come and have their opinion, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, just remember that when you're having your opinion, it actually is a real person that is mm. behind that. It's it's Ella, it's Domenica, and it could be whoever else mm. that you're commenting on, right? And we have feelings. It's just like the way that people say their opinion. I think that people don't think about it. Like, well, of course you're allowed to have your opinion and give feedback and whatever. Please have an opinion. Well, hello, I've I've never had an opinion in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, but the thing is, but it's just the way that people say it, and they never say that to you in your face, and I hate that. That shits me because I would never comment something online that I would never say to someone's face. Mm. It's weird. Well, there's a lot of people that do that, obviously, because they're hiding behind a computer screen and, like, no one knows who they are. Because you think that you can type a word and you believe it. But for me, you don't really believe it unless you can say it to someone's face. And Mm. if you're you're a bit of an arsehole and you can say it to someone's face, then that's fine. You're wearing it that you're Mm. an arsehole. And I kind of respect that to mm. an extent, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you're sitting there and just typing shit and you're making stuff up and yeah. you're making lies and you're further perpetuating all of this shit, mm. that to me, I, I, I just there's a line there. Because mm. if you can say it to my face, mm. great. But if people are just going to say stuff about you and Mitch's relationship and what happened and the fact that you caught up and "Mm, she shouldn't be doing that, that's furthering, uh, you know, like, oh, my God, she's with this man that was, like, so bad to her. (laughs) Like, okay. 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 No taken. Like, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what do you want me to do with that information? Like, I can't even wipe my ass with it and that's what I feel like I want to do with it. Do you know? It just is like, thanks for that, but what am I going to do with it? Mm. You've literally, you're just putting shit on me and it slowly scratches away at one's self-worth and one's confidence because I know for a fact that if I'm having a really bad day and I go and read something online, Mm. it's not good for me it's yeah. really not the online stuff's pretty wild i mean look, i don't yeah. you're good at not reading it i don't see anything I'm shit. <laughs> i don't see anything i don't actually see anything until someone forward it's forwards yeah. it to me and i could be going on about my day not even knowing that there's all these articles written up about me and i'm like oh shit that was posted a week ago oh i didn't even know oh well moving on join us tomorrow for a bonus episode of sit with us Hello, you don't fly and pay out of your own pocket to go to another country to meet a guy to what, go for dinner? I don't think so. He ain't. He literally didn't call you and go, babe, come over and we'll order some Uber Eats and sit on the couch. Nah, it wasn't like that, dull. 